so what's up? Uh, you know, trucking and fucking. Um, we just got a PC wait. Hold on, a couple M- Mikey. Back. Mikey, is it true that you were in fact born in a, in a mountain, raised in the cave? Yeah. Okay. And it's not all that I crave, but it's like it's like it, it's like the base. It, it's like the bottom of your hierarchy of needs. Yeah, yeah. It goes uh, Minecraft, <laughs> trucking, hot wings, fucking. That's a pretty good hierarchy of need. Maslow would yeah. be proud. <laughs> so yeah, me me and Clem just got a PC. So like, oh fuck yeah, I actually have access to play video games, and I've been playing this shitty flash game Neo Scavenger. If you like survival horror, not really survival horror, but just survival games. I've also been playing a lot of The Long Dark. Um, is that the one where you like? Is that the one where you're like in a plane crash and you wake up in a snow-covered landscape and you kind of go yeah. throughout the wilderness? Yeah, and there's like my girlfriend plays stuff. that. Andrew likes that game, I think. Yeah, there's like a custom mode now, so like if you just want to hang out and just meditate, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, I've also been playing Rainbow Six Siege just by myself and Escape from Tarkov. I like shooter games now where you can just lean and do stuff and. Uh, just got a booster box of, uh, the Rivals of Ixalan, trying to... Oh, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I, you can't really do much with just the box on its own. You, you kind of, you can't draft it, because it's not a, it's not a, it's a small set. So, usually what I do with the boxes is that I open up the packs. And then eat the cards. Yeah, I see, I smell, I smell the ink, and I, I rub it on my face, and then I put it away... And I basically throw away like a third of the cards because they're all repeat commons. Yeah. And I, I'm more of a collector. Like magic was how I learned how to read. So. Is that true? Yeah. Damn, yeah, that's cool I, as hell. My dad used to play and then he taught me how to read with Magic the Gathering cards. Huh. Uh, what about you, Luna? Uh, uh, well, I feel like you'll appreciate this joke because I got to make it on uh, my my politics podcast, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Mm. Um, someone sent in a question <laughs> asking about uh, uh, if to design a magic card for Donald Trump, uh-huh. for dangerous Donald Trump, and with that, uh, um. With that force down the gun, the gun to my head, I did not want to make this joke, but I had to make this joke. Uh, so here's my here's my Donald Trump card. You ready? All right. Three white, black, red for a one-two legendary goblin advisor. <laughs> when Donald Trump enters the battlefield, create three one-one red goblin creature tokens. Whenever Donald Trump tar- becomes the target of a spell or ability, you may choose a new target among permanents you control. And for two mana, you can sacrifice a creature to gain five life. Nice. Okay. I got a pretty. I, gotta, I would run that as a commander. Yeah, I gotta reword that second one because that should be uh, that should be an activated. That's gotta be an activated ability. It should be like zero mana. Uh, tap it. Yeah. Or so not, not even tap it. Just like zero mana to do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The that's way that good. that would have to work, I think. But for it to be balanced. Yeah. Well, I mean, for it to like work within the rules, I think. I. I maybe I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I'm not a judge. Uh, this is how Bernie can still win. It's uh, blue control. <laughs> Actually, it's got to be lantern control. Ah, just a bunch of stone rains. Yeah. Oh man, this is unlistenable. But I'm glad we're having this talk because Blair would never have a talk like this with me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I've been looking forward to. 
The Luna Michael Show. The Luna Michael Show. The Michael Show. E... That's not great. Muna? Mm, Muna just sounds like a, the name Moana. of a cow. It's, Ooh, there hey, we go. That's, that's, let it go. That's what Moana was about. Yeah, let it go. <laughs> that's Moana, right? Yeah, that's... Man, I'm glad Moana came out in 2016 and not like now because that stupid Ugandan Knuckles meme would be all over that. Like, that would be just like the biggest meme in the world right now. Ugandan... Are you not familiar with the racist Ugandan Knuckles meme? Uh, like, he's he's the little baby Knuckles, right? Yes, and he says, I know the way. Oh, like the Ugandan films and everything? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was just... Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Michael. Being an audience surrogate. Gotcha. You're very smart, but you pretended to be an idiot for a second there. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, I guess, yeah, it's racist. It's racist and bad. It is. Um, but, like, if Moana had come out at the same time, there would definitely be, like, a, a, like some fucking We Know the Way jokes. Do you get it? No, because I've never seen Moana. Oh, you haven't? No, I don't see movies. This is the only movie I've ever seen. Okay. You could have picked a better movie if you were only going to watch one in your life. Mm, I've, I've seen Jumanji. Okay, sure. Not the new one. I saw the old one. You and didn't. You I didn't saw... see. You didn't see The Rock and Jack Black and uh, who is the who is the short who is the funny short comedian? Uh, the short one or the tall one? I think that's Tom York. I don't think that's the case, but I'll go with that. Yeah, funny Jack Black, The Rock, and Tom York all in the movie together. That sounds like the coolest fucking movie <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> oh my god, Tom York in a in like a action comedy is the funniest thing to hey do you remember in the book of life when that dude started playing creep on his guitar book of life is that the one where the guy goes to heaven and he meets like five people basically oh wait the book of life that's the that's the claymation it was the animation one yeah yeah, yeah that was the yeah, animated one from one. like 2014 yeah that's you remember movie i've seen you remember when he sings <laughs> he sings creep on his yeah. guitar yeah <laughs> And uh, I was cool with it. I was like, wow, alright. If I were 14, this would be the best movie on the planet. That movie does slap, though. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen that Coco one. I think they're by different directors, but that well, one's, like pretty cool, too. Well, yeah, one's DreamWorks, one's Pixar, I think. Uh, yeah, my friend Saul. I don't know if you know him. He is uh, Slenderman's nephew. And he <laughs> saw, uh, what's it called, Coco, and he said it was good. Coco's Bizarre Adventure. And welcome to Fear Bidding, everyone. It is your number one non-corporeal, quite exactly, podcast in North and South America. That's the best I can come up with for this movie. I'm Luna, and Blair's still gone, but we got Mikey. What's up, Michael? 
Hey, what up? I am the producer of Fear Baiting, one of the many producers. Um, and uh, I haven't been called Mikey in a very long time. It's uh, Michael Space Angelo. I had my name changed to have that space in there. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you could call me Mikey Space Angelo. Okay, Mikey Space Angelo. Thank you for that coming. That sounds pretty dope. It yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what did we just watch? We just watched uh, Johnny Carpenter's The Fog. Oh, yeah. Good old car painter. Car, car painter. That's him. That's him. Um, but we got to talk about some upcoming horror movies because we got some fucking shit to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard, uh, Insidious had a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Uh, I guess horrormovies.com, right? What do they have to say? Uh, Upcominghorrormovies.com, yeah. Uh, they got the, I think we've talked about A Quiet Place on here before, but if we haven't, it's this really interesting looking horror movie about this family that kind of exists in this place where they can't make sound for whatever, like they, they can, but they are forcing themselves not to because there's some thing there. Um, and they just use sign language to communicate non-verbally entirely. It looks cool as hell and I'm really excited to see it, uh. And, um, yeah. what's the other one that's coming? It's not called Inheritance, but it's, uh, what the fuck is it? Uh. It's called, oh, God, horror movies this year. Tale of the Horror Movie. Um, oh, IMTP, you failed me. Oh, man. It's not on the... <sighs> I'm looking online, and it seems like the only good movie that's going to be coming out is Slender Man. Oh, I'm excited to see Slender. Is your friend Saul in that one? Yeah, uh, he's going to be in there. He's going to play um, his himself. Oh, I'm excited. And it looks like there's going to be another shark movie coming out. I feel like there's one of those every six months. So we've got the. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And Halloween, topical. Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, and that sounds like it's going to be pretty good. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I don't know when movies are going to come out. And there's going to be a new fucking Hellraiser. That's cool. That's sick as hell. Hereditary, that's what it is. Hereditary. Yeah. Okay, okay, Tony Collette. That's why I wasn't trying. I was looking for Taylor and not Tony Collette. (laughs) (laughs) Same damn person, pretty much. Hmm. But it looks good as hell. I, the trailer's hard to describe, but it's an A24 joint, so you know it's going to be clean. So, I know you guys did the It movie, but, I mean, do you guys usually go out and, like, go to theaters and watch the new horror movies? We say that we're going to, but we, like, we need to be, we need to actually do it. We did it with Get Out, and that's the only time we've done it. Yeah. So, it's been about a year, so. Okay. I've got, like, free movie passes, so, like, if you ever do actually watch a movie and you need a guest on, that could be me. Oh, fuck um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a... Unsane is... Unsane. It's oh, Unsane. great, Unsane. Yeah, a young woman is involuntarily committed to a mental institution. Oh, great! Isn't I love that. that. what happens, like, half the time? Not knowing if it's real or part of her delusion. That sounds... Jeez, Claire Foy. I'm sorry. Oh, that sounds bad. But we got... There are good, there are good movies coming up. Mm, oh, God. you yeah. Okay, no, it's a shark movie. You didn't specify that it is, in fact, Deep Blue Sea 2. You know what Deep Blue Sea 1 is, right? Is that the one where they're, like, in the ship? 
or is deep wait is that the one where they're abandoned on the island right and it's like two naked kids no deep blue. no deep blue sea is the one where samuel l jackson gets eaten by a shark in the middle of his giant speech hmm have you not seen this one? They're like stuck in like an underwater like what life aquatic of Steve Zissou ass yeah, facility. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, I've seen it on television. My father was watching it, and I looked, and I was like, "Oh, this is a it's, sharks aren't scary. There's nothing scary about a shark. No, sc- sharks are not sharks are uh, sharks are by law not scary. Yeah, um, but deep blue, so." Who's going to be in it? Um, Skarsgård. Okay. Skarsgård? Which one? Yes. Is it the It Skarsgård? I don't know. I just saw Skarsgård. All right. We should get into this movie because we got nothing else. Yeah. Oh, okay. You really want to? Okay. Um, so The Fog is Persona 4 uh, and Persona 3 added together. So you got like the fog rolling in through the town and you have like an hour where weird stuff happens. And but later on in the movie that's all subverted cuz I'm pretty sure that whole last act takes place in more than an hour, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no the last act of this movie takes I mean technically this entire play this entire movie takes place in 5 minutes, don't forget. Yeah, yeah. And I like that about this movie. I mean, it, it was very short and concise. Like, it was 90 fucking minutes long, and every single one of those minutes, like, it was, like, had a point to be there. Like, even the slow establishing shots that John Carpenter does, I mean, they were still, you know, nice and pretty to look at. Yeah, uh, that's the John Carpenter way. Yeah. So, what happens in the movie is uh, there's this fog. Right. 1980. And, yeah, it's 1980, so I think they actually do have vape then. It's just not as advanced. And so the pillowy vape clouds come in, and there's ghosts there, and the ghosts are survivors, or not survivors, of our victims. Yeah, if there were survivors that, that were... Plundered. If they were somehow survivors that were also ghosts, that would be kind of fucked up. Yeah. How could you, like, were, the ghost of a live... Is that just, like, what astral projection, projection is when you, like, you make your ghost, but you're still alive? Um, Yes. That's exactly what that is. Okay. Yeah, FBI's listening now, and we've discovered the dark secrets, so you might want to lock your doors. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't have any doors. Oh, uh, new, new. It's a nouveau style of architecture in this house. <laughs> the fog. <laughs> the um, fog can so, make it through doors. We see that. So we see, yeah, the the fog can go through doors, and it could probably go through windows. Um, it could stop electronics from working uh, somehow, and but not gas-powered generators, even though those also require, I'm pretty sure they require, like, a electricity starter. Uh, I don't... So, like, so there were, like, ghosts, right? And the ghosts were supposed to be scary, and they kind of were, but kind of not. Um, but I thought they were going to put more emphasis on the fog and the fog being scary. Like we saw like the fog break all the technology or whatever. If they made the fog more oppressive, yeah, present, that'd be way cooler. But I mean, it had to compete at that time with all the slasher films that were going out because of, you know, Halloween and everything. And I have a feeling that John Carpenter didn't want to make another Halloween. He wanted to make like a horror movie that wasn't like that. And we got this weird mis- mishmash of things. That's why I think he was more more, with more, more like um. What if it was a mist mash? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, we. Yeah. It took it took us almost ninety episodes, but we finally made a joke on this podcast. Yeah, there it is. There it is. You could, uh, as a producer, I'll have, uh, yeah, market research, and they'll they'll board that one. Yeah. Maybe we can save it for a better episode or something. <laughs> I mean, okay, so John Carpenter. Have you guys reviewed another John Carpenter movie? We have. Before? We've done multiple. We've done, um, oh, what have we done? We did In the Mouth of Madness. We did oh, that The one Thing. Was crazy. We did, uh, I wasn't on for it, but we did uh, uh, Heart of Darkness. Is that the one? It's either Heart of Darkness or Prince of Darkness. I can't remember. I think it's, I think Heart of Darkness is that one book. In the racist book? Yeah, the racist book that is like, it's racist, but it's supposed to be racist on purpose. To make right, so bad. it's definitely Prince of Darkness. Yeah, Prince of Darkness. Um, I mean, I guess we could just Google it, but um, I, I, the overarching themes of this movie, considering we that it also, like it's just like about white guilt. We also watched Halloween. We watched oh. a lot of John Carpenter, who is damn it. He his birthday passed a couple of day a couple of weeks ago, so now he's no longer sixty nine, nice years old. Oh my god! Okay, let's shell this one, and we'll just watch The Mist instead. Yeah, or The Fog two thousand and five, but yeah. that's more of like a schlocktober kind of thing. I haven't seen The Fog before, and I'm glad that I saw it. Uh, after watching it, I was I actually felt pretty good. I can't believe that he hasn't directed a movie since 2001. Uh, I mean... No, he directed The Ward, I guess. I would... If I were a director, I would, like, direct, like, two or three good movies, and then I'd stop and then retire. Yeah. I, like I guess. Like how some bands, like, only release, like, one or two albums, and they're super-duper good. Yeah. And they don't ever release a new one. That's... His Amer- Speaking of which, has American Football put out a good album yet, or are they still on the first one? It's just the first one. Yeah. That, even... that joke was mean because I don't listen. I've never listened to an American Football song in my life. Uh, I haven't either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that's a comedy podcast for you guys. Yeah, uh, Johnny Carpenter was in this movie as a guy named Bennett. I have no idea what Johnny Carpenter looks like, so he could have been, like, one of the monsters, and I wouldn't know. John Carpenter looks like, um... Oh, who was that? The really famous porn star with the huge mustache. Uh, shit. Ron... Ron Perlman. No. Ron Swanson. Ron. Ron Jeremy, yes. He looks like... (laughs) He looks like Ron Jeremy with gray hair and a receding hairline. (laughs) So, Ron Jeremy right now? Yeah. He's porn, if I remember correctly. Oh my god, he is still out there crushing the guts on camera. Yeah, and it's kind of sad, because he's, like, panting and sweating. Not that I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) God. Uh... So what happens in the the mist, the fog? That you you ever seen the mist? Yeah, I've seen the mist. Uh, it was one of the few movies I've actually seen in my life, and it was really I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was cool. I saw it with my dad. Like 
I don't think we saw it in theaters. I think we saw it just like on TV, and it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. I think I liked the fog more than I liked the mist. The yeah, the mist is just kind of a, a gut punch at the end, which I don't like. I, it it was okay. I, I guess we kind of talked about the plot, but so yeah, uh, the town one hundred years ago betrayed a colony of lepers and plundered their ship and took all their gold, and they used that gold to start the township for the town, and then a hundred years later, they gotta kill like three more people in order to settle the score or something. And yeah. Yeah, at the end, the priest who is the uh, great-grandson or grandson of the priest who betrayed them all, uh, like, accepted that he has to pay a debt in order to uh, make everything even. And uh, he pays a debt, and he gets, like, the gold cross out that all the gold was in, and he goes to the ghost, and he's like, okay, I'm ready to die. But the ghosts don't kill him at that point. And then five minutes later, after the epilogue rolls in, the ghosts come and kill him. Yeah. He does very much die. There was more ghosts in the last shot. There was like seven ghosts or something. Yeah. Which doesn't really make any sense. But maybe the ghosts teleported behind them. Nothing personnel kid and just iced them. Yeah. No, definitely. Hmm. (sighs) I mean, it, it had to be like that, I guess. Yeah. For John... Carpenter to I mean it was a commercial success if I remember correctly it was like 22 million dollars and yeah yeah it's pretty especially for only a one million dollar budget um I think the thing that I really like about this movie is that a lot of the narrative device is framed through this radio station Mm-hmm. And like, uh, like the, the 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 DJ is obviously the, the 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 main character but like a lot of the information the way she talks to everyone there's a lot through the radio and it's really fucking cool I love that kind of stuff in my movies. Yeah, like a proto-Ponty pool. Yeah. And, uh, like, I loved everything about the town that it was in. Like, all the repeating sets and everything. It made the place seem like a real breathable living place. Like, all the shots of the lighthouse and all the shots of, like, the diner and the town center or whatever. Like, that made it feel like a real town. Like, you were there. Yeah. Like, it was a video game. Like, it was Persona 4. And that's what I really liked about it. Yeah, no, it was just Persona 4. Yeah, I can't believe John Carpenter just cribbed fucking creator of Persona 4's style. Atlas. Yeah. Were you looking for a name there, or...? Uh, I mean, there's that director guy in Persona. Oh, the one who's never met a woman? Yeah, who's never met a woman or talked to a woman in his life. But... Uh, Katsura, Katsura Hashino. Yeah, Katsudan Hoshiro. That's his, that's that's his name. <laughs> Katsudon's really good if you haven't had it. Got it, got it. Oh, I, I I've never had it, but I did make some bulgogi the other night. Oh, it was mm-hmm. so good. Oh man, it's bulgogi is Chinese, isn't it? Or Korean. Is it it's Korean. Okay. Yeah, because it uses the 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 chili paste. Okay. Yeah. Which pretty which I found pretty much every Korean recipe does. Well, yeah, because. The Koreans understand flavor. The yeah. Japanese really like understated stuff. Unless if they don't, then it's just they like meat taste. Yeah. It tastes like meat. Yeah. No, the uh, Koreans use the chili paste and a lot of garlic, and that's why I like to cook Korean food. Yeah. I like the Japanese food because I like can I can taste the war crimes, and Korean <laughs> food is nice because it's spicy. Yeah. Ugh. I have to... I, I hate that I have to go so tame whenever I cook for my family because none of them can handle a remote amount of spice, so I just have to, like... Basically, I have to season my shit with water. 
Wow. Did you guys move out of California because of that? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. My, my mother does say it was to be closer to her, grand, to her parents, but I think she just couldn't handle the heat. Yeah, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And uh, speaking of California, this movie was taking place, uh, it looks like it was like in the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. Real pretty large sweeping shots and everything, and the score was fantastic too. Definitely. Uh, I, I, so yeah, the ending was the only real problem that I guess that I had with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Jamie Lee Curtis's blocking in a lot of the shots was really weird and wonky. Especially when she was just moving. If she was, like, staying, standing still, it would be fine. But if she was, like, moving around, it seemed like it was a lot of weird ad-libs and, like, first shots that they just took because they wanted everybody off set or something or they couldn't afford her or something. I don't know. Yeah. But she just kept on, like, moving around and being awkward and stuff, and it felt unnatural. But then again, she's... So she meets this guy who looks like Shrek, and she immediately starts banging him, and she doesn't even know his name, and he doesn't know her name. And she's just like a drifter. And she doesn't die. No, she doesn't. She's good. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I like that she doesn't die. It's very good that women... When, when, whenever women do not die, I'm a big fan. Yeah, unless I'm, if it's that old lady who died in this movie, then she can go to hell. Because she was bossing that kid around. I'm a big fan of respecting women except when they are mean to kids. Yeah. I respect I respect everyone, not just the men, but the women and children too. <laughs> if you drank that much juice, uh, I think you'd overdose. <laughs> respect a little bit too much. That that is that is what canonically happened to Anakin. <laughs> he respected women too much and had to kill everyone. So I think it's it's okay to kill Tusken Raiders, right? Because they're like weird monster people. I don't like, know the morality of this. Disclaimer, I have never seen a Star Wars that wasn't Episode 7. <laughs> like, I haven't read too much about their expanded universe or anything, but I'm pretty sure the Tusken Raiders are just, like, bad guys. I don't know a damn thing, so I'm just going to nod and smile. <laughs> oh, wait, they're, they're slavers, so it's like it's okay to kill them. Oh, it's, so it's, it's not, not only is it okay, it's actually good. Yeah, it's good to do that. And... Yeah, weren't we talking about the fog? Were, were we? I, I, I feel like we never were, but we can get back to it. Uh, what else happens in the movie? <laughs> uh, is there anything else to talk about? I mean, it's a John Carpenter movie, so... Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I think the movie's about white guilt. Is it? Yeah, it's like... Well, not just... I mean, it's just, like, guilt from past ancestors and stuff that... I mean, the people there... Like, maybe the old lady who was, like, the townswoman or whatever, the mm-hmm. councilwoman, was kind of shitty. And that she kind of wanted to sweep everything underneath the rug in order to have, like, a good 100-year anniversary. But, I mean, when if you think about it, it didn't really seem like she was doing it for herself. She was just doing it for a community. Yeah. The, I don't know. Other things that happened in this movie that I really liked was The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse was cool as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I fucking love I, I fucking love lighthouses. There's um in What Remains of Edith Finch, there's a point where you basically go up to a lighthouse and god, I just fucking love lighthouses. Is that that game where you're a ghost? It's the game where you're the member where you're like a family member of people who have 
like your relatives all died pretty uh, in weird scenarios, and they're kind of cursed to die young. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's, it's like two hours long, if that, and it le- it completely floored me. Wow. Yeah. More games should be like that because I don't have time to invest like sixteen hours on a resource management game. Yeah. No. But I do have the time to play Celeste for hours on end. Oh, yeah, here you talking about that. Is that like a platformer? I saw the videos. It looks like it's pretty intense. It's it is, but it's not like pixel perfect like uh like you'd find like a, another like difficult platformer. Like Meat Boy is hard because if you're off by like two pixels in either direction, you can go fuck yourself. This one is more like I I I I liken it to like um learning to read music, learning to read sheet music versus like memorizing a piece by ear like mm-hmm. you, this one's closer to memorizing to learning how to read than it is to like actually learning it by ear because i mean there is some stuff you are kind of gonna have to get into a rhythm regarding but like once you recognize it it's really way easier and much more uh what's the word uh fun i guess to just like be able to like okay i just i can see i see what i have to do using all this information that i've gathered from learning over this game I just dash over here and I jump and I do a double jump and then I like fall down and I do a bubble do- dash and then <clears throat> it's complicated. It looks complicated, but it's so much fucking fun and the music is great. The, I'm doing my recommendation now because that's that's literally what I was about to say at the end of the show, but you got me talking. So that's my recommendation for this week. Yeah. So like it doesn't feel janky at all at any points because it's not pixel perfect. You not remotely. Just, like, it's testing your skills, not your ability to adhere to the director to the game creator's perfect perfect standards. Okay, so it gives you like a lot of tools to yeah, like, and the way they the way they do difficulty in it is really cool because like it has like a set difficulty that the developers will intend you to play it at, but uh-huh. there is a thing called the assist tool which it has a couple of options, but the coolest one I found is that it slows down your motions. So like you, it's like on a sliding scale, you can never be running at like one speed or like like point eight or point four speed. So that means that you will you will just do everything slower and have so much more reaction time. It makes the game easier in a really weird way that I had never even considered. That's bitching. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And it like the thing is, if the challenge is very hard, the challenges is the challenges are definitely hard. I won't say that it's not, but um. Like, it's a very rewarding heart. And, like, even if you die, like, thousands upon thousands of times, it never really feels unfair. You're just like, okay, I pressed the wrong button. I aimed the... I aimed that way instead of that way, you know? It's all that fun shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you pick that up recently? Like, super recently? Yeah, I picked it up on Sunday. Last Sunday. Did it just come out this year? Yeah, it just came out, uh, like, last week. Okay, wow. I'm surprised I haven't heard more about it. Yeah. No, it's it's really fucking good. Hmm. And back to John Carpenter. Back to John uh, Carpenter. What is? What is there? What? The old lady. Yeah. The old lady, and she is a pretty cool character because it doesn't really seem like she seems like she's vapid and she's in her head, but like later on in the movie, you can tell that she's kind of. So her husband and uh, his crew were killed by ghosts, and she's like torn up about it but she's not really letting it show mm-hmm. except uh and she kind of lets it show to her assistant near her and, and near the end that i'm pretty sure they're uh it gays together but i mean that's besides the point yeah 
And yeah, I liked her character. I liked everybody's character. Movie um, good. John Carpenter. I, I will say that this one really didn't grab me as much as like a lot of other Carpenter films have. But um, like, it's not by much. I'm just saying that like, compared to like you know the thing or which is like in my top five favorite movies of all time, or yeah. like in the mouth of madness, which is an, an like one of, another great movie. Like not top five, but like that might, that movie might be a top twenty for me. Uh, compared to The Mist, I would like this, and compared to, like, all the horror movies coming out, like, today, like, Insidious, I'd probably, I think I'd probably prefer this. Um, the one weird thing is all the editing that had to be done in order for it to compete to all the slasher, because, like, I like Fog as a mechanic and as, like, a, like, a framing device to make things, like, open places feel more, uh, oppressive and, like, condensed and everything. Yeah. Like, having like open fields like feel like narrow corridors because of the fog and everything like that like i think that's cool and i feel like if john carpenter did what he wanted to do and make the fog like the actual monster the fear of the unknown like that would be cooler but i mean the ghosts are kind of cool too yeah ghost ghosts are kind of cool yeah there was the maggot face there and like the prosthetic was done pretty well i just think it was kind of goofy <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know if that's jade, like if I'm jaded because of like special effects from today and all the stuff that I'm used to now. But yeah, I mean, it's John Carpenter, so it, I mean, it should be good. But it's definitely know. quality enough. I think it take. I think this movie came out the same time as Escape from New York, or was it Escape from L.A.? Or was it? I don't know. Wait, but, wait! It came around on the same time. Yeah, I think Escape so. from LA was way later. This is definitely Escape from New York. Escape from LA was yeah. a 90s movie. Uh, Escape from New York was 81. Yeah, yeah, 81. And so, like, right one year after The Fog, Escape from New York happened. And Escape from New York had a super small budget, too. And so did The Fog. So, I mean, it kind of shows, like, what he can do. Like,. This whole movie. Well, this cost... this this well, Escape from New York had six million dollars more than The Fog did. Really? Yeah. Or, or sorry, five million dollars more. Escape had six million, and uh, the fog the the fog had one million. It was a cool movie, but it. I feel like. Don't the fog listen. Had the same kind of. Mm-mm, do not do not start talking about Escape from New York. Listen, Snake. Pliskin is a total dilf, all right? Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> but anyway, indeed. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't know. What What else do we say? Mm, the boy was annoying. I didn't like the boy. All the men in this movie were super duper janky looking. We had that one sailor who looked like Henry Zabrowski, and he got gutted. Uh... And not a whole lot of people died in this movie. I think no, like off the body count. Three. More deaths. Yeah, three. Um, I don't think that's a complaint or anything. I, If anything, I think it's a little bit too high. That last death didn't need to happen at all because he showed remorse. Yeah, but he know. still ate shit because six needed to die. Yeah, I guess so. Because six is a ghost number if you didn't know that. Yeah, because you get three of them together and you got the devil. And if you turn, if you get two of them together, turn one of them upside down, you got nice. (laughs) (laughs) 
All of all of the good numbers have six related to them because four plus two plus zero is six, uh-huh. and then sixty nine and six 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 and six two one have six in them. What's six two one? Oh, it's the furry sex number. Oh, get it? Because e six two one the the furry website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. It's all about the fog. That's the fog. Good, good movie. It, what do you say? Watch, buy it, rent it, skip it. Um, I say definitely watch it. Fuck, uh, watch it with the director's commentary on your first time. Yeah, I don't care. Just watch it. Yep. I mean, the stream that I saw, I, I kind of feel like I shot myself in the foot by watching it like in a stream. So if you can get like a good copy. I don't know if they have it on Blu-ray, but maybe check it out on there. Yeah. The score was well alone, like, worth the ticket. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of how it always is with John Carpenter, though, right? Like, yeah. It, it's weird how one of the most, like, endemic directors... Endemic isn't the right word, but you know what I mean. It's weird how one of the most, like, renowned di- horror directors of our time is also one of, like, the best horror movie... The, the best, like, one of the best score creators. Yeah, but when you think about it, like, most horror movies, they're all sound is it's not it shouldn't just be purely visuals and i think carpenter understands that a whole lot and that's why his movies are so iconic yep i was listening to the uh, blood dragon soundtrack by power glove and uh like i could tell like the clear carpenter like inspiration that came from it and it made the game like actually fun yeah what the far cry one or like the, the... Yeah, far cry blood dragon oh yeah that the, the far cry 3 dlc that was weird that was real cool. I remember it coming out in high school, and I was like, "Whoa!" Did you ever play the uh, the, the the Trials game? The, the Trials Blood Dragon. Yeah, game? yeah, I played Trials of the Blood Dragon, and I like the soundtrack for that one too. Um, yeah, they expanded upon that. Uh, the gameplay itself, it was a little bit like some of the stages were like, "Well, they I guess they had to make this one to fill time or whatever." Yeah, but they didn't really expand upon the Trials um, series at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, let's get into questions, I guess. Yeah. Fair baiting questions. We said, hey, your friend and ours at Hey What's Up is joining us this week to talk about John Carpenter's The Fog. What do you want to know about it? Uh, Blair Kitsch uh, says, hi, Michael. Mm, hey, it's me. Uh, at Shia Shadanaka, Dr. Lesbian on Twitter, says, Michael, get podcast. Hey. Uh, not yet. I'm still working on it. I'm trying to make, like, a iCarly podcast, or maybe, like, a... Like, I had this one idea where I would record conversations and then listen to the conversations again. And then converse with yourself? Yeah, and then converse (laughs) with myself over and over again. But, I mean, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. But I figured out how to record phone conversations on my phone, so I might start doing something with that, too. Huh. I have, like, this idea for, like, a not really text-based, like, adventure game, but where I call people up and, like, I give them, like, descriptions and directions and they kind of interface with it like a text-based game. So you, we'll you, you're you inventing Radio Zork. Yeah, yeah, but with podcasts. Okay, yeah, that's that's literally what, that, that literally exists already. Nice, okay. So, I mean, it's already been done, so I'll just... Well, it's part game. of the flop house. They do it as a they do it as part of their letters section. They haven't done. They don't. Have, there's not like an actual podcast about it. That's that's that guy with the voice, Elliot Kalin. Yeah, <laughs> that guy with he's the. Got vo- that, he's got that voice, and it's really punchable. Yeah, um, 
uh, Oscularia asked, what's your favorite Silent Hill game? What characters from Silent Hill would be in the fog? Don't tell me what to do. Um, let's see. My favorite Silent Hill game would probably be, uh, none of them, because I haven't played any of them because they're scary, but I've seen all the Let's Plays of them. Um, I like the ideas behind Downpour, but I think the execution's really bad. They did they got, like, System of a Down in fucking that, that trailer, right? Um, I don't think so. They got, like, some weird, they got, like, some new metal-ass musician in their trailer. Uh, no, it wasn't Cake. Tool. It's not, Cake isn't new metal, are they? Uh, no. Okay. Trailer song. Uh, oh, it, it was by Korn. Oh, <laughs> they, Korn. They had a trailer Just, music by Korn. That's exactly what I remember the original Silent Hills games for Korn. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I, I like Silent Hill too because that's the one that i i've seen a let's play of <laughs> was it the two best friends one yes it was oh boy i like two best friends too yeah that's so okay uh question from one if uh, at pidmon what if john <laughs> carpy get frog send tweet john carpenter get frog just a quick yes or no answer on this michael that works on me yeah. okay okay i couldn't find my charger for my iPad, so I can't record this on my iPad, which is what I really wanted to do. <laughs> I guess you'll have to settle for this microphone. Yeah. And not my iPad one. Um, do you wish we had gotten a better take on Silent Hill, or should I bite the bullet and seek out Jacob's Ladder? Like I, Silent Hill the movie? Is I, that... I, 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 this is kind of a Silent Hill. Uh, this movie would be great if... Yeah, Kojima took this concept and then made it Kojima. Maybe that's what Death Stranding is. That's probably not what Death Stranding is going to be. I think it's just going to be... It's going to be Kojima with no limits, and I don't know if that's going to be bad or good. It's going to be something. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Like, I like Kojima. I'm a fan. I'm more of a Suda51 guy. Uh, Suda51. Forget that guy. Uh, Suda51 is like the Andy Warhol of the video games. Are, are you uh, a sweary? Like sweary, yeah. Uh, sweary I'm, I'm a real big Kamiya fan. Oh, yeah. I love that dude. Uh, Beautiful Joe is a, time, is a time-honored classic. Yeah. Um, uh, what is your favorite rare weather IRL? I mean, I like fog. It's nice. I love fog, yeah. It reminds me of... Uh, I used to live in California, and I like foggy mornings and everything that was really cool so and i love fog it's like my favorite weather that's why i chose this movie yeah because sometimes there are monsters in the fog and they come and kill my infant son yeah that's cool that's what happened in the mist yeah if if oh wait no he killed i thought he killed his son yeah that does happen that's you're right you're right yeah he's like i'm gonna spare my son from getting eaten by some weird Magic the Gathering monster, and then he shoots them or something. That he does. Uh, so, Michael, where can people find you online? Uh, I... If you want am, to be found. Hey, underscore, 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 what's up on Twitter, and I'm Principal Fakey on Tumblr.com, only original oral fam. That's me, still holding on to that URL. Uh, should I do a recommendation? Yeah, go ahead, I already did mine. Uh... I recommend, uh, so, Mild High Club and Q 
King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards, they released an album that's like a uh, expanding upon uh, Mile High Club's like last album, and it's really cool if you like albums that seem like they create their own universe. That's why I like The Fog because it seemed like it like a real place, and like I like albums that seem like a real place. So yeah. Um, I have no idea what the hell that album's called, but just look up Mild High Club and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Or is it King Wizard and the Lizard Gizzard? I have no idea. Yeah, you don't know, but I do. So that's <laughs> that, that's that's fear braiding. You can find me at Chie Shadonaka on Twitter or chiesatanaka.tumblr.com. Check out the official podcast fear, at fear braiding on Twitter. Fearbaiting.tumblr.com or fearbaiting at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash fearbaiting, where you can help support this podcast and also The Wonder Years, which is our Animorphs reread slash rewatch podcast, which while Blair is away, we are currently doing the show with friend of the show, Seda. The show is a fucking nightmare from which I hope to awake sometime soon, but that doesn't look like it's on the horizon. Uh, and if you can't support us on Patreon, uh, you can go ahead and review us on iTunes. We always really appreciate that. Uh, tell your friends about us, retweet the pot, the tweets and all that stuff. Um, and also listen to my other show, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. It's a leftism politics podcast. And I think that's the show. So, Michael, you know what we say when, we are, when we're done here? Oh, boy. Because I'm Luna. And I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> and until next time, remember... <laughs> Uh, shit. What do you, what do you guys say? You know Fuck. this. Fuck you. No, no. Like I listen to every episode, but like, ah, oh, damn it. Why'd you gotta put me in the spotlight like this? Uh, I hate you. I'm Pickle Rick. Is no, that what that's you not what you're saying? Oh. Um, maybe you could like Skype me it. Yeah, oh, I messaged you. Jesus. Christ. Oh, you could put a fucked up guy anywhere. I'm Pickle Rick. Bye. <laughs>